0: What's up, guys? It's Macy Cates, and you are listening to Dash Radio.
1: Welcome to the world of music. Discover new music. Do you want to be the first to know? Pay attention. This is Dash Daily Discovery with DJ Harper.
2: Oh, yes, it is that time. We are very excited to have Macy. Kate is in the building. What's Hi, up? how are you?
0: First of all, that intro, <laughs> I am like, I thought I was on a roller coaster. I'm like, this is
2: so cool. <laughs> you know what? That, that's actually a better, that, that sound effect of that, of that happening. It sounds like, I don't know if they used a gun sound or whatever it's like that you're, is. Like.
0: Slowly going up,
2: getting ready to go down. Yes. I love it. Shout out to Mike Young, who does all of my imaging. Mike nailed that. I know. (laughs) It gets me hype.
0: I know. like It's like so, yeah. It's like hype, hype,
2: hype. I love it. I love it. Macy Kate is here. You've got a brand new song called Vibe. Yes. We are very excited to play it here on Dash and for you to talk to us about it. Um, Funny enough, I actually found you um through searching for god's plan covers
1: oh my god and i
2: randomly like i i didn't realize it until earlier this morning and i was looking through like um tim's email and i was like i've seen this video i've totally seen this so yes
0: yeah that actually charted on billboard um for top remixes of his um of his song yeah that was a that was a fun fun video
2: um, really so tell me a little bit more about how you got into this, because you're born and raised in Tampa. Yes. You now live here in L.A., Yes. go back and forth to Florida quite a mm-hmm. bit. But tell me a little bit more about how you uh, first found out that you could sing. Like, when was that?
1: Oh,
0: uh, um, I actually grew up as an athlete, like all my life. Really? I, well, uh, all of my life. But since I was five to like 13, I was a swimmer, competitive swimmer. Um, in Saint Petersburg, Florida. Okay. And, what was your um, race? Hundred breaststroke was okay. like my my main. Uh, I was like a second off Olympic trial cut, and then um, I developed a love for music. My mom put me in piano lessons at a very young age, so around like five years old, I was playing like classically. Um, and for around six years, I did that, and um, as I was playing piano, I kind of developed like just singing with mm. the with the songs. I wanted to play pop music with piano. Kind of lost all my classical training (laughs) along the way, which kind of sucks because I really wish I could play like the Beethoven's and Sonatinas that I played, but you know, it's fine.
2: I'm sure Um, sure that could come back though. Oh
0: yeah. I've, I've recently been trying to like get back into it to like play the classical pieces Mm because I love classical. Um, and it's coming back little by little. Um, but yeah, I started out, um, with the piano, just me and the piano and then, uh, it was in vocal lessons. Um. And then I ended up moving to Atlanta mm. because, um, a girl group opportunity came up for me when I was around 13. Okay. And, um, four girls, uh, I was like, a Puerto Rican, me, an African American and, uh, Asian. Ah, so it was like okay. a very, like ev- yeah, everybody. Like very like uh, diverse. It was really dope. Uh, things not work out, um, I feel like it's all girl groups. We broke up. <laughs> um, and then, uh, I started auditioning for like reality shows mm. and, um, then after that I went through that whole reality show phase of my life, <laughs> and then transitioned into like different genres. I swear I've been in like every genre. Has been like country, like rock, pop, R and B. Um, and I was in my rock phase then, so I was on Warp tour for a little bit. Um, with Skull Candy we were talking about earlier. Yeah, yeah. And um, and yeah, and then I moved out to LA for a year with my mom first, and uh, we were there for about a year. Kind of went back and forth with like the whole acting thing. And it was like, that wasn't really what I wanted to do. Mm. Um, I was kind of forced into that being told a lot of different things, what to wear, what to do, how to, you know, as I guess as a female, um, they want you to look a certain way. And I just wasn't uh, about that. Yeah, so, right. um, with the whole Disney thing. So I ended up going to like, I was going to different conferences, um, music conferences. And, uh, I met Flo Rida's r at one of the, um, executive dinners and um, ended up getting signed to his label um, was brought to the studio sang for him he signed me like right on the spot and that's then, crazy what song yeah. did you sing for him um, Alicia Keys If I Ain't Got You
2: wow yeah Okay. On keys
0: yeah it was really dope and um He signed me there, and then I was put on tour with him like the next week for two years.
2: The next week, it's like okay, wait, thanks for doing that. By the way, uh, we're going on tour tomorrow. Get ready! Wow. It
0: was yeah, it was it was a lot. Um, Amazing experience. I got to play venues I never would have dreamed I would play. Mm. Um, Like Wembley Stadium was like my dream venue, and I we played that two years ago. And um, it was amazing. It was such a good ride. And then uh, I moved back out to LA by myself, convinced my parents. I'm like, I'm doing this full time. Like this is, I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure it out. What did they say? Um, my mom's my number one supporter from right. like the very beginning. Um, during that whole time, my parents had gotten a divorce. Mm. So um, when I was on tour, so it was kind of helped me separate from that yep. um, environment for yep. a little bit. Um, kind of just moving out, being by myself. My brother was off to college. So it was like both of us were kind of getting out of that environment. Um, cause it was hard for our family as a, as a family that took a huge toll on us. Mm. But, um, my dad hasn't, I, I didn't really have a father figure going through that time. I was going through my first relationship. Um, didn't mm. really have that like father figure to help me figure things out and like be there for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a real bad, real bad relationship too, Th- um,
2: that you were in at that time. <laughs> the time that I yeah. needed him
0: like the most. Yeah, mm-hmm. my um, my brother ended up stepping in though with that, um, and that kind of relates to all the songs that I've written so far. Um, but yeah, and uh, they were. My mom has always been super supportive of it. She's still my number one supporter to this day. So yeah.
2: that's incredible. Yeah. You, so, need, yeah. you need that. You need that support system around. Oh you, yes, you know?
0: I mean family is number one for me mm-hmm. for sure. And um, yeah, so now. I'm done, did do, done social media. So I, yeah. I've I've been doing social media for a little bit, and um yeah, I just found my way out here. Working, hustling, <laughs> doing whatever.
2: I it see takes. you. I, I yeah. see you working and hustling. I mean, like, yeah, you you've accomplished so much. And what you just described to me sounds like somebody who is forty five. <laughs> and this is like all of the different things that they've uh, done. That's you just know? like
0: a summarized version. I mean, there's so many. You know, as an <laughs> yeah. artist, there's so many in betweens and things that have happened. I mean, I think all of that has really shaped me into what I am today. And mm. a lot of that is owed to flow too for really grooming me and putting me in like full boot camp. I mean, in Atlanta, we were as a girl group, we were running up and down stairwells, running and singing. And then, I mean, we didn't have social media, what we have now. So we were like legit in artist development. Mm -hmm. I mean, in rehearsals every day, studio to like 4 a.m. And then I also was swimming at the same time. So I I was like doing double workouts. It was a lot. Um, But I mean, I had a lot of discipline and motivation for my age at that moment. Um and yeah, I mean, I think that's really helped me figure things out faster now. And I mm. I'm very observant and I realize a lot of stuff, um, more more instantly I guess since I, have I went a, through that.
2: I have a theory. I, I feel like you know, creative people that are also athletes I think are at a competitive advantage in our industry because yeah. I think when it comes to athletics, you are sort of groomed and trained to do something over and over and over yeah. again. And the discipline that is required in this industry is that, and also this concept of, of you're going to lose yes. some things. And and yeah. that doesn't mean that you quit. That uh-huh. doesn't mean that you just give up, <laughs>
0: oh, you know? Yeah. I
2: mean, and that's, it's really interesting. Do you feel like there's parallels there?
0: There are so, I mean, really everything that I've gotten in my life is definitely owed to swimming for me. Um, I mean, I would wake up, my day would go, like, I would wake up at 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. in, like, fifth grade. 5 a.m., um, go to practice. Uh, till like 6 a.m., I would go to school from, like, right. 7 to 1 or so. Um, and then after that, I would go back to practice for two a two-day, go to weights after that, and then after that, do homework, right. and then go to bed, do it all again. Yep. So, um, and then after a while, I was, I was homeschooled, and I ended up being homeschooled throughout high school for music. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it gives me so much more discipline just because, you know, we do things over and over and over again in swimming, like with laughs mm-hmm, and all that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then also we fail a lot. Yeah. So it's like, we don't, we don't always beat our time from before. Um, and that pushes me. I mean, when I was in that, when I was in that phase of my life, it, it pushed me to keep going and keep mm-hmm. getting faster and faster. And I think also as a swimmer, I've noticed Mean around people that are faster than you makes mm. you go faster. Mm. So Good when point. I was around Flo and, um, and his whole team that elevated me yep. to be, you know, better than half the, like the people that were my age at that point. Right. So, um, and then also like, I, I see myself, you know, even now that taught me slowly, like going down if I'm around people that are like, you know, not working as hard or, you know, hustling. And then as, the difference, the difference between people that are like at a higher level than me. Yep, I see myself ex- like accelerating.
2: Absolutely. So
0: yeah, it's it's um, it definitely has its parallels, and uh, I mean,
2: you still swim? Know, crazy.
0: Um, I did like actually like three days ago. My brother came in town. He went to school for swimming. So um, yeah, I swim a little bit. I still have it.
2: Yeah, yeah, like I still got it. I still have it. Like, what's your what would be a, a, a good time for that? Like, what what kind of a time does that take to do
0: um so for like 100 breaststroke Uh uh-huh um i was around like that's four laps okay um i was around the time it was like 106 i think was that's fast that's pretty, that's pretty fast a minute five seconds and then the 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 olympic trial cut i think was like 103 or something Damn! So
2: so you're like right there. I was
0: like, "Ah." (laughs) it was. I mean, it seems so close, but really in swimming, it feels so far away because you're like, that's. Oh my god, that's a whole three seconds. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It just feels so far and long. But yeah, no, it it's pretty tough. I have a lot of respect for athletes. Yeah,
2: absolutely, especially like when you when you're talking about it at that level, like the amount of discipline. That that requires the practice, is crazy. it helps.
0: I mean, with even with my singing, I mean, doing things in a routine. Mm-hmm. I mean, every day I wake up. I, I still feel like I have, like, this swimming routine and, mm-hmm. like, schedule. I, like, wake up every morning, like, super early. Um, and I just grind throughout the whole entire day. Yep. I mean, I see people that, you know, get tired at, like, the most simplest things, and I'm just like, oh, come on. You're like, weak. Like, come that's on. Like, come on. We can do it. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, no, I mean, it's definitely taught me a lot of
1: stuff.
2: Amazing. I want to get into this record called Vibe that yes. is a song that you released uh, in April. Yes. Um, you released this track. It's got a, such a uh, fun summer vibe yes. to it. <laughs> um, tell us more about the song.
0: Um, yeah, I wrote this song uh, – when I first moved out to LA, actually, we were um, we were off tour for a little bit, and whenever we were off tour, we'd come back to LA or either Miami to be in the studio. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was going through like a really, really toxic relationship at the time. I can't really talk about vibe without talking about my first single, of "Property." Um, that song, my management didn't really want me to release. Um, I was like. In that toxic relationship, I mean, it was. I found out what the word "side chick" meant, too.
2: From <laughs> um, from,
0: from that relationship. From that
2: relationship, <laughs> yes. okay. Yes, So, right.
0: um, yeah, I I took a lot of that um, that experience and put it into my first single, which was "Property." Mm. And um, Let's actually, play you frustrated. know, what we should do. We should
2: play property first. <laughs> yeah, it's because a, it's a that'll whole help story. set it up. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, a yeah. Very,
0: it's a whole story. Okay,
2: so we'll play property first, but yes. g- continuous. Okay, yeah. so you were, were you the side chick, or was there no. a side chick?
1: I was the main chick. I, I was, just, I just, you know, people,
2: people get crazy. Out I here, know. You know? It, I
0: mean, but the thing is. I didn't even really know that whole world. Like, I grew up in a family where, you know, my mom was, my dad was always faithful to my mom. My mom was always faithful to to my dad. So for me, that was like a whole new concept. I was like, what the heck? This is crazy. I only heard about that in like songs and stuff. I'm like, I didn't know that happened in real life. Little Mm. did I know it was happening to me. So I was like, what? This is crazy. How did you Um, find out? I actually kind of found out myself. Um, I, I keep, I kind of forgot. I mean, I thought something, I was like, I know something's going on. So I messaged the girl that I thought was, it was happening to. And I had heard in the past, I heard actually, okay. So my boyfriend's ex, Uh
1: um,
0: at the time, uh, we ended up becoming friends. We're like really good friends now.
1: Okay. All right. (laughs) So,
0: um, she was telling me everything and like all this stuff and like, and we were like, going back and forth on what was happening she and she was amazing she was like yo if you ever need anything I just felt like I needed to reach out to you so she reached out to me and then I ended up like digging I was kind of crazy I will admit I was kind of <laughs> crazy <laughs> um and so I messaged the girl and I was like hey I'm um, not trying to start any fights I just want to get this for myself mm. um you know what's going on like are you at like what happened apparently like they had been like hooking up for like a really long time now and um I was just completely like devastated i was like i was depressed for like three months i mean i uh it was it was crazy and it happened to be like a stripper (laughs) and i was like this is not i'm like this is this is not me at all and Mm -hmm. then later i kept on finding more and more stuff out like more girls started coming into the picture and i was like oh my
2: god this is really what happens out here
0: so um so yeah i literally just i mean i was at the time paying for his rent
2: Wait, for- wait! 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 <laughs> it you was a lot going on for this th- man. I almost yes. want to call him out his name right now, but you know, oh, we man, won't. not do, do, do all of that because <laughs> yeah. because we're bigger people than that. And we're not going to do that. You will
0: like you will hear in this song. I mean, like I really came out at that point. I was like, I did so much, and mm. I was like, I, it really was. It was just like he was taking full advantage of the situation. Yep. Um, kind of a cow topper because he's still doing it now.
2: Right? Oh, I was about <laughs> to say somebody like that is probably you know yeah that's a it's a pattern yeah. Something and that's my brother lifestyle. like
0: I, like as soon as I started dating this dude, he was like, "I there's something so weird about him." Like, mm. and he, I mean. He, I was So I was, I was paying for his food, his Ubers, like everything. I was like, blinded that was my first relationship. Yeah. It was my first relationship and I, my first everything. And I was like kind of blinded by it. Mm-hmm. And I truly was in love with him, I think. Um, I had, don't think I really ever felt what love had felt like until that um, mm-hmm. moment. And then of course, like the events started taking place and I was like, what? Okay. Now I know. (laughs) Now I know. I mean, I'm so grateful for going through that because now I know and I can pick out certain things. And I was very observant in that, in that. And like looking back now, um, if I could have, I saw so many red flags that I should have paid more attention to, but, um,
1: that's
2: a life lesson though. And see, I, I agree with what you just said in the sense that you're so glad that you went through that because I think that, that's a part of life, and and people, you know, you don't get the good without the bad.
0: Exactly. And you yeah. got to
2: experience some of those things to be able yeah. to recognize when you. So now, when you're in a good relationship, you, you'll know that, yes, that that's a good relationship.
0: Yes, you know? and I mean that relationship taught me a lot of things, Um, and it came. I mean, a good song came out of it. Yes. So a couple, uh, a couple, a couple good, good songs, songs yeah. came out of it. So uh, yeah, I told my management, I was like. I really want to release this. Mm. This is something that means a lot to me. This is a relief, a relief off my shoulders, and um, I think a lot of girls will. Uh, I mean, there may be girls going through the same thing. That, um, you I'm know, sure there are. That unfortunately, that haven't spoken up about it. So I'm like, I wanted, I want to do this. So, um, so they're like, okay. So I did it, um, released it, um, and people, the response has been amazing. Mm. Um, so many supporters. It's crazy how. Something like so positive can like can bring light to it. It was such a dark place that I was in. So mm-hmm. like it was like crazy how light can come out of that. So
2: absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. So uh, well, I'm excited Property. to play it. It's uh, it is called Property. We're gonna play it right here. Macy Kate is hanging out with us here on Dash Radio. We've got also uh, Vibe coming up very very soon. Do not go anywhere. You are tuned into Dash. <laughs>
1: Boy, You make me want to move from LA Why you want to make me relocate to the M.I.A. And leave everything behind me Boy how dare you try to find me Never find another like me Boy why you want to kill my hopes and my dreams you leave me broken when I gave you everything. Can't believe you lied to me when I gave you all of me. Uh, why you always lying to shit? Show you all my love, you acted to blind to the shit. You ain't going find another finer than this. If I give you all my love, you take your time with the shit. You want a whole nother mission. You must not know what you're risking. My love is all you've been missing. change your life i never be your Property, property you bring brand new bitches Just a copy of me huh? you bring brand new bitches Just a copy of me So your new bitches Stop following me Ooh. Boy, you know I know you better than you Boy, you know I'm irreplaceable There ain't no substitute And now you want me back But you'll never get me back No Yeah. Boy, them look like dad roses. Yeah. the rose, little dead roses. you full of shit, and everybody notices. You're the only one who didn't notice this. Yeah. Why you always hanging with these bitches? Yeah. Now you got these bitches in my business. Yeah. But you was always bitches over business. Yeah. And that's the reason I.
2: Harper. Yep, we're in here with Macy Kate, that last track, Property. Uh, you were giving us the background yes. of that toxic relationship. Oh, yeah. From this, What was his name again? I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was
2: about to say I it, I know, too. you were about to say it. I almost had you <laughs> on that. I thought we
0: weren't on the radio for a second. I was like, oh, oh shit. Oh, <laughs> man, I almost had
2: her. I almost had her. I don't, You know what? He doesn't even deserve to be shouted out no, there on I feel the radio. like, And you he's the mean? type
0: of person... Who would take that and run just because, like, yeah, he would so feel pri- good about it. He's himself. looking for that, he's looking for that attention. He loves it. So, Wait,
2: well, we're not gonna give it to you, Bob,
0: <laughs> Bob,
2: or whatever your name is, Trevor. <laughs> I'm gonna keep guessing, Mike, no. <laughs> whoever you are. That was not nice. Um, all right, uh, Macy, you were talking to us though, earlier about. You know just how you got into music and and being a um, essentially a, a professional swimmer. I mean, you were at a at a really high level yeah. when it came to you know what you were doing on the swim side and, yeah. and being an athlete and how that translates to the music. You know, I think one of the things that people see from afar, like like fans, for instance, or just people who aren't in the industry, I feel like there's a lot of people don't that don't realize how much work goes into. Yeah. Uh, being an artist today. What do you feel like for the people that, you know, just like oh yeah, she's just a pretty girl that just posts songs on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's way more than that. I get
0: I mean it's way more. And that. I get that all the time. I mean, especially with this new video I just put out, uh Vibe mm-hmm. on World Star it premiered on World Star. It's on I think it's had a million views now, which is amazing in like a mm. week. And um I mean, I get comments like that all the time, especially on this video, which is crazy. Um it looks so perfect right. um, online and and looking from the outside in, it looks so perfect. When really, like everybody's going through the struggles and going through it, just grinding and like hustling, mm-hmm. and it's not how it seems at all. Um, I mean, when I was signed to Flow, those were that was probably the, one of the hardest times in my life. Even though I was signed to a label, it mm-hmm. looked amazing. It looked like I was on tour and doing amazing things, which I was. I was. I was doing amazing things, and I was so grateful. Um, but when I came home, like I I really wanted to get music. I was like, I need to be in the studio, I need to get in and get in and get in. And um I was like begging my A and R. Uh I was like, please like just give me in the studio. Let's mm. let's do it. Um and, you know, the engineer would be like in another session until like really late, like two AM and I'd be like, well I'll wait here until two A. M. Oh, wow. And um or he doesn't get off work until this time and I'm like I'll, w- I'll wait here. <laughs> so I, I even I just wait. I waited in the parking lot. I mean there were wow. times where I mean I couldn't even afford a hotel room. So I would sleep in the studio. I asked the janitor. I was like, "Is I mean he's like you can go sleep in Flo's office." And I was like. Okay.
2: That see that that story though th- like these things people don't see that right No, and yeah. Like, and that's not something that you would also then advertise no, on social media. like is- here's me <laughs> sleeping I'm about to go to bed yo I'm about no. to sleep in this in the studio right now and
0: like- oh man I mean I I haven't really even spoken about this mm-hmm. like ever re- this is kind of the first time that I've been speaking out about it is when I dropped the single and um, yeah it it was rough I mean being in that environment especially i was in like not a a great part of miami and Mm -hmm. um in a studio like full of like rappers and producers and and people and and men that i was like i was terrified i mean Mm -hmm. i'll I'll be honest i was terrified and um my mom was with me too sometimes and we would go up to the to the office i would put up an air mattress and i would close the door put a table in front of it just to make sure no, no one would come in right but you know what was crazy was I would be sitting and like I'd be laying down in, in his office like about to go to sleep because either like a engineer couldn't make it or didn't show up to the session and I would look up and around on his walls were his like plaques yep. of like platinum records and mm-hmm. the awards that he's won and all that and I'd be looking up and I'm like this is what I'm here for like this mm-hmm. is the inspiration this is this is what I, want essentially Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and it was like a blessing because I felt like I was put in that situation to go through that but there's always that like light that even in the bad situations that you that you see and um I feel like a lot of people don't see that whenever they go through like a, a bad situation they stop and they Mm -hmm. just give, but there's little things that are like, you need to keep going. Right. And that was for me that when I sat there, I was like looking up, I was like, okay, I need to, I need to do this. I mean, it was embarrassing. I I would walk out in the morning and the janitor would be like mopping the floors, I would go downstairs and my shoes. I'd be like going to the gym, like, Hey, (laughs) and I'd be like,
1: Hey, right.
0: But no, it was amazing. And I mean, I don't even, if, I don't even know if a lot of people know that story, even on the label, but I, it was, it was a dope experience for me though, at the same time, just because Flo being such an A-list artist, he's so humble, so grateful, taught me so many things on the road, um, treated me so well. I mean, it was just amazing. The people that I was around, the people he Mm. introduced me to, um, it was unbelievable. But see,
2: to me, that's, that's what this industry like that's what it takes. Yeah. to be able to to get there. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, and
0: I get I get so frustrated with um with the generation now just because it's all social media and you know, I'm so grateful for it. I I mean, I I'm on social media and sure. I'm, I'm I've been successful on it, but I mean, there are people that are on social media for something and then yep. they want to just dive into music after they have this following mm-hmm. and they don't go through all the hustle and all the grind that I've been through. And I just see them get things handed to them on a silver platter that I've worked like nine years of my life for. Yep. And I'm like, oh, you just, do you realize what you just got? I'm like, you are getting hit records on a silver platter. Like that is, that is amazing. Wait,
2: but you know what though? That won't last if, if they don't have the proper foundation. Yeah. You and- know what I mean? And they're not going to build a career because like mm-hmm. you're... I can already tell, like, and I'm glad that you shared this story because I think these are stories that need to be told. And this gives you, that's what gives you the leg up. That's what gives you the, um, the ability to build an actual career. Yeah. You know, instead of just a hit song. Mm -hmm.
0: And I mean, I, there's no disrespect, no hate to anybody, but it's just, it's, it's a different world now. So, and I've had to go with the movement too, with social media and jumping in and, and rolling with the waves. I mean, mm-hmm. it's been a process and a, in a transition. Um, and I mean, yeah, it's, it's a different, it's a different world now. So, um,
2: I, I really you know. appreciate you sharing these stories because I think these yeah. are really, these are really important and inspiring stories to people that are out there that are like, there are people out there right now that are listening to this interview that, can absolutely relate with what yeah. you just said and, you know, slept on the couch in the studio yeah. or, you know, wherever, just to be able to try to make ends meet, yeah. make that work. It, you know? it was,
0: Um, I mean, and I, I, it's part of my, my story. I mean, I've, mm-hmm. I've gone through so much more than what you see. Like this isn't, this is like, I only show the, the surface stuff. I never show how I got to that place. Right. Um, And I don't, I don't think people really see that a lot. And once again, this is like my first time talking about it. So, um, I mean, I don't even know if my manager will get mad at me for talking about it. I'm like, but this is, this is me. This is what, this is how I got here. This is like where I've, where I've come from, what I've been through and Mm -hmm. I'm never going to forget it just because like, I will never forget the amount of, Shit that I've been through. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you can say that. Yeah, Yeah. that I've been through. It's just been hard. It's been, Mm -hmm. it's been. But I, but I love the hustle. I mean, that's what that inspires me. Failure inspires me. To be honest, Mm. like going through the rough stuff inspires me to get to where I want to be.
2: Talk to me just a little bit. You mentioned that going through this breakup because this this song vibe also has a hint of this breakup in it as well. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So with before we play vibe. You went through this breakup. You mentioned that you hit a state of depression. Yeah, we have a serious issue right now in our world with mental health, and this also happens to be Mental Health Awareness Month.
0: Yeah, Um, talk to me. Yeah,
2: talk to me a little bit about what that was like and how you were able to overcome that.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, that that breakup alone was just like insane for me um, I actually, I mean, I was on tour even at the time. So when I was on tour, I didn't even know what he was doing. (laughs) I mean, I I, now in my head, you rethink all these things. And I think a lot of girls go through it, um, where they have unfaithful relationships. And I've gotten messages where it's like, Hey, I just want to say this. Um, I mean, I was in the car, like listening to your song with like and I have been going through a very unfaithful toxic relationship and that mm. like pulled me through it because I didn't even know I thought I was alone. And I mean, I literally thought I was alone because so many of my friends around me were in such great relationships and all that. And like or I so was sitting, it appeared. Yeah, or so it appeared. Right. Yes. Right. Which later I did find out that it was. Right. So it <laughs> right. Um and I was like, I feel so alone in this situation. And, you know, while I was gone, I was like, Yo, know, you need to get your bags and just leave. Like I I don't want to leave, like pack up your stuff, like all that. And um and when I came back to LA from Tori, like it was my first time being in my apartment like alone. Mm. And I was like this is crazy. I was I was just it didn't hit me while I was on the road because I was doing stuff like yeah, all you're busy, throughout. You're moving so around. Yeah, yeah, and then when I got back, I was in a state of just complete like depression. I my brother had to come out about two weeks later. And I mean, my mom came out, I was almost to the point where I, I, mean, I don't like talking about this, but I was almost like suicidal. It was like, mm. it was very bad. Mm. Um, and I mean, I'm not trying to play the victim either because this isn't, I mean, I'm, I don't like sound weak at all, but it, it was a real thing that happened. And I mean, depression is a real thing as, as lightly as people want to take it sometimes. Um, a lot of people don't even know. I mean, the person next to you could be going through some major problems right now. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, I went through about six months of of really bad. I mean, a really dark
2: place. How did you get pulled out of it?
0: Um, I could honestly say my brother. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think having family and and good friends around you, uh, all the time, is something that really helps that Uh, because a lot of the time you want to just be by yourself Mm -hmm. um and that's what I want I I didn't want to see anybody I was like in my room I was like I'm like I'm gonna give myself um, my brother was like I'm gonna give you like a week more to to be sad about this and then you gotta like get out of it Mm. so um so I was I mean it was around like I think it was actually this time last year um and I was like you know what I'm gonna go to Miami. Mm. I'm gonna go out with my friends. I'm just gonna go out and I'm gonna forget about it. And at the time, he, my ex, had like just gotten a new girlfriend or something. I was like, when it, when you see them with another person, it doesn't even phase you. That's when you know you're like completely over, over it. it. Right. So I like went to Miami. I was like, I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna like, I'm gonna have fun. And that's where vibe came. Yeah, I came was about, about to say that you're describing
2: <laughs> yeah. what the vibe video is.
0: I was like, I was over it. I was like, I'm going to Miami. This is like where I have been for the past couple of years, mm. and um and yeah, luckily I had a lot of um amazing male influences on my life, like Flo and and like my manager and like my brother. Um, to help me through the situation and to help me realize this isn't—I thought what I was going through was normal. Like that was a normal relationship, and they're like, "No, this isn't how you're supposed to be treated." Right. Um, and it was—it was really refreshing to just head back and just let everything go and be with my friends, just go out back
2: to your happy place. And then, then and then
0: I had my party phase. I needed to chill out a little bit, came back, and um, just started working again. And I was back on
1: my feet.
2: I love it. We're going to play vibe here in a moment. I do want to say this, though. I think it's very important, like especially when it comes to depression and mental health, that people uh, don't look at that as being weak. I think like yeah. talk talking about it is actually where the strength is in being yeah. able to talk about it, express it. Because that's that, I think, as a society, we feel that. Yeah, we feel and that especially
0: pressure. as— Young people Mm -hmm. and looking into our world and Instagram and all that on these Instagram models, everything looks so perfect. And like we want to have those bodies and we want to have the those faces and everything. And when I came out to L.A. like three years ago, um, people were pushing me into like the Disney and Nickelodeon areas of the entertainment industry. And my body just wasn't built like that. Like Mm. my, my body was very athletic looking. I was like, I wasn't stick skinny Right. and I got so much criticism for that. Mm. I like, and that's, I have a soft spot for when people comment about people's physical appearance because I went through that. I mean, that was another stage. I don't even think I knew it was like depression really, but it kind of was. And now that I look back, but I was just in such, even at 15 years old, I was like looking at my body, like what? am I doing? Like, I'm like, mm. this is, it just was so sad. Cause I was luckily I'm, I'm not a super, super emotional person. So I didn't take it very personally. And I think in going, growing up in the business, it's taught me to not take everything personal. So when people did comment about like my weight or the way I looked or what I was wearing, I didn't really, it, it didn't phase me right um, as much. Um, but for people now people have, I mean, society set like, a, I guess a standard, it seems like society set a standard for like girls and everything and it's just hard to watch um
2: and it's getting worse yeah it's getting worse like the standard that's being set now is just like this fabricated unrealistic like thing and you know i'm glad that you're addressing it i'm glad that you're saying something about it because it's so it's so true
0: it is and i will continue to be like that just Mm. because i mean i had a different i had a different body than all these other girls that were in Nickelodeon and Disney, and I yep. couldn't fit into that, and um, and I just you know stayed true to myself, and my mom was always a huge supporter of like, you know, you were born this way, this is how you are. Don't let anyone make you think that you're any less than them, mm-hmm. or um, everyone is equal. No one's more important than the other person. Um, and I just that stuck in my head, yep. And I always stuck stick in my head just because now it, it is so overly saturated with you know instagram followers like all this stuff and social media people and it's just like we need to make sure that to know that no one's more important than the other person yes so
2: yes 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 this way of uh ranking people yes and and you know rating people based on you know whatever that is whatever that make believe you know is um, I'm excited to get into this record. This has such a summer vibe to it.
0: Yes, it's so happy. Summer vibe. Yes, we're vibe. Out of, we're out of that place. <laughs> we're out of that place now. We are vibing. We're
2: doing it. Macy Kate is here. We're here to play vibe. We hope you catch this vibe too. Don't go anywhere. Macy Kate hanging out with me here on Dash.
1: You know, but you want it, those up words like, Cause when we lick up, you know, we do the most Living in get ready for night on the town Loki, cause you got me in my feelings right now And if you know me Cause you got me in my feelings right now And if you know me oh. Discover new music and new artists Dash Daily Discovery with DJ Hopper.
2: I gotta say, I think Macy Kate is one of my favorite people in the in the world. Ah, I, like, yeah, seriously, you're
1: actually
0: one of my favorite the, people. Well, I think this, this is the best interview that I've really done on Vibe.
2: <laughs> really, um, I, for real. I love it. I love having you here. Um, mm-hmm. Anytime you've got new music, you've got—I mean, you whatever you want. Come in whenever you want. And I
0: want to say thank you for supporting all the independent people because there aren't a lot of people that support independent. And I mean, we're so, I mean, at least on my behalf, I'm so appreciative of you even supporting and touching on people that don't have a label or are just really just grinding and stuff because I know there are so many artists doing the same thing.
2: Absolutely. I think that 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 there are so many talented artists that are out there. And, you know, I mean, this is a little bit like preaching to the choir, because if you're listening to this interview, you're already of this mindset, but I encourage everybody who's listening to this interview and, um, is big on discovering new music and discovering new artists. You know, the nice thing about today's world is that like everybody has a voice yes, and everybody can be a curator. So, um, if you like Macy Kate's music, like share it, share it with somebody, like yes. put, put your friends up on this. And I think like, that's really important is that people realize that you don't have to just keep playing the same songs. Yeah. Right? Like everybody, Drake's God's Drake. God's plan is a fantastic <laughs> song and your, so co- and your cover of it is great. <laughs> I mean, but, but look, I mean, that's the thing is actually I was talking about this in the very beginning of when we started to talk. I love Drake's record so much that I was like, man, there's got to be some dope people out there that are dope singers, dope artists that have covered this song. And that's how I found you. That's so amazing. And so I encourage everybody to go a layer deeper, like, you know, get farther down the line than just, you know, whatever the top charts. I
0: mean, I do that all the time. I, I put a lot of my friends on to. The different artists and everything. Feels good to do yeah, it too, and right? Like, I, yeah. and they're like posting a screenshot of like the Spotify playlist on their Instagram story. I'm like, I did that.
2: See, <laughs> like for I everybody, right exactly. <laughs> for everybody good. who's out there, if you can't sing, you can't rap, you can't produce music, you can't play music, let's say, you know, and you don't have that skill set right now. You can though yep. put other people up on music. Exactly. Like anybody could do that. Yep. Right? Um I I appreciate you so much for being here. Um I can't wait for what's to come from all Thank of this. You. I can't wait for t- like Five years from now, looking back on this interview and being like, "Yes, uh, we had we had Macy we, Kate here. Oh yeah, goodness. we had her here when she, I when definitely she was here."
0: Come back, though,
2: for real. <laughs> um, I'm holding you to that. We've got that on tape, by the way. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, everybody, I want to remind you: you can listen back to this interview on my website as well, hoppaworld.com. We've got links back to all of Macy Kate's stuff. She is on every possible social media and streaming platform under Macy Kate Music. Uh, listen to the records on Spotify, watch the videos on YouTube, do all of that. And uh, like I said, if you want to hear this back, you can hear that on my website, hopperworld.com. I like to end things uh, usually like this. Music is life and life is good. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a good one.